your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Kaniacs. I am your host, Jared Ellison. You're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And I would like to thank you for making Locked On Hurricanes your first listen of the day. And as always, you can follow Locked On Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And today's episode, we'll be recapping last night's season opener against the New York Islanders. This was a heck of a game for the Hurricanes. There were some good and there was some bad, not going to lie. Um, but, you know, we'll be breaking down this this game period by period. Uh, so getting, well, really into the pregame stuff, really, um, because obviously this was the season opener so they do you know introductions for everyone um and as expected rod brendamore got a standing ovation i mean of course he's the franchise goat tim gleason and bill bernstein also got uh really big receptions and when they're announcing the players um, Tony D'Angelo got a bit of a mixed reception. There are definitely some very audible boos mixed in with some cheers as well for him. But um, whenever, but for the most part, all the guys got cheered. Um, some of the newer guys, with the exception of like Ethan Bear, um, they were all kind of like, "Yay, you're here!" kind of cheers. But like you compare that to like. Pesci or Jacob Slavin and or the guys that have been around for a while. Oh man, it was crazy. And then when they're announcing the captains for the game, uh, you know, they did Slavin, then Marty, both of those really loud. And then of course you had to announce the new alternate captain, Sebastian Aja. And man, you couldn't even hear Wade Minter. It was so loud when the crowd was cheering for him. Same with Jordan Stahl. He's obviously the captain. Yeah, he's been here forever. Uh, so yeah, you couldn't hear his name either, um, which was crazy. Um, but yeah, getting on into the actual game. Yeah, the Hurricanes. Yeah, you know, one thing that I was concerned about was you know how well is this team going to mesh together with so many new pieces and they look like they came ready to play in this game pretty much from the get-go you know pretty much throughout you know they were skating uh better than the islanders they were playing better than the islanders they had better passes than the islanders and that was something i know i'm talking about here in the first period but that was really just something throughout the entire game. The Hurricanes were skating better, they're passing better, and they're just playing an all-around better game than the Islanders. Um, there was a Martin Natchez breakaway pretty early on in the first that looked really, really good and promising. Obviously, ended up not connecting. Um, but then you know, on the Islanders' uh, first power play, um, Tony D'Angelo, uh, he broke up a what it could have ended up being a really good breakaway for the islanders um 
when the Hurricanes were on the power play. Excuse me, got a little confused there. Uh, but yeah, as a whole, he he played well last night. It, it sucks to say, but yeah, you know, he, he played well. Yeah, you know, he really did good on quarterbacking that first power play unit. He had two assists. Uh, he led the team in shots, and yeah, you know, he had uh, an assist on. Yeah, a really crucial goal that we'll talk about later. Um, and then what was really weird was, and really made some fans mad, was for the Islanders' first goal, um, it had to get official review, which is because the play, yeah, it crossed the goal line. I mean, it did. Um yeah, I watched the replay multiple times. Their puck crossed the goal line, but Freddie also bounced it out, and the play kept going. Goal light never went off, no nothing. And, you know, it went back around to Hurricanes in, in front of the Islanders' goal. Um, and that's where the play stopped. And, yeah, then, oh, the previous play is under review. So everyone's thinking, oh, okay, did we score? You know, everyone's you know, questioning that. And then it comes up with the Islanders scoring. It, and that was really confusing because it should have stopped back in front of the Hurricanes goal. That's where play should have stopped if you had to review it, not at the other end of the ice damn near two minutes later. Okay, that was... I, that's one like, it did, but I'm also like, why are you calling it so freaking late? Um, but, you know, shortly thereafter, Andrei Sveshnikov ended up scoring um, an absolute beauty of a goal um, from an assist from Tavo, no surprise there, and Ethan Bear also getting his first point as a Carolina Hurricane on that goal. He scored the first goal of the Hurricane season. Um, and then shortly thereafter, we also had the first fight of the season because Brock Nelson, uh, decided to give a really dirty hit on Sebastian Ajo that should have resulted in a boarding penalty, but didn't. It was just Martin Natchez going to the box and serving Brady Shea's slashing penalty. Even though I was sitting up in the 300s and I could hear the clank or whatever, of Sebastian's, like, helmet just hitting everything there. And that was, oh, that was bad. That that was really, really bad, and that should have been a call because that could have been a really bad hit. Um, that could have ended really badly. And, uh, yeah, that, that was definitely a bad missed call. Um, and, yeah, that was about halfway-ish through the first period, if I remember correctly, and then that's when we got the first refs you suck chant of the season. So, you know, uh, that was fun. Um, and then shortly thereafter on that, Jacob Slavin just scored on a face-off, just like he does. Not really an offensive guy. Uh, so that one definitely uh, took me by surprise. I didn't expect Jacob Slavin to score in the season opener. Again, he's not the most offensive guy. He can score when he wants to, but yeah, you know, it's kind of like Tavo. 
doesn't really score all that often. Morv sets up other guys. Uh, but then, you know, he scored. And, yeah, uh, you know, as a whole, you know, from that first period, like I mentioned, you know, I think I was really pleased with the Hurricanes through that first period. Um, you know, that uh, I really liked how Brady Shea uh, stuck up for Sebastian uh, and, you know, got really physical there uh, with Brock Nelson. I really liked that. Um, and then, like I said, just the story of the game, the Hurricanes skating well, passing well. Um, yeah, I was really pleased with that first period. Uh, I was really expecting the Hurricanes to really struggle a bit in the first uh, because of having so many new guys. Uh, I was really, really surprised by how good they were that first period. And, you know, one thing that was also pretty funny uh, was... Islanders fan Chloe Grace Moretz, the actress from the Kick-Ass movies, uh, and she's obviously been a whole bunch of other stuff. She was in Inside Out, and again, just a bunch of other movies. She was there, uh, and yeah, when she first came up, there were some cheers, but everyone then saw she was wearing an Islanders jersey, and just booze rained down. Uh, that was funny, and then Stormy you know, was presenting her with like one of the uh, huge Kaniac shirts. Or whatever, trying to you know, get her to support the home team, or and then she was just like no, and then the booze just kept getting more and more and more, and that was really really funny. Uh, um, I, I can only imagine you know the fans or whatever that happened to be around her because she wasn't like in a suite or anything like that. She was legitimately just like in the stands, so that was kind of funny, or really not funny but cool. But it was funny seeing her get booed. Uh, but yeah, moving on, you know, into the second period, that was one where the Hurricanes definitely took a bit of a step back. Um, but we will be discussing all of that stuff in our next segment, guys. So we will talk about all of that stuff right after this quick break. Now, you longtime listeners know all about the greatness of Built Bar, but if you're new here, let me tell you about them. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the market. It is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And they have nine delicious original flavors, including coconut, cherry barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, which is my personal favorite, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. And say you've only tried one or two of those flavors, or if you want to try them all, you can get a mix box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. They also have limited time flavors coming in and out of their lineup all the time, so you got to make sure you keep an eye on their website for that. But regardless of what flavor you get, whether it's an original one or a limited time one, all Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate and are soft and easy to chew. And Built Bars are also great for the health-conscious individual as they are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. And right now, go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your order when you use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Alright folks, we are back and it's now time to talk about the second period from last night's season opener against the New York Islanders. And I will say the second period is definitely where I feel the Hurricanes took a little bit of a step back. um, Because this is one where the Hurricanes, they just, their defense wasn't clicking necessarily the way it should. 
the way it should have. Um, there are definitely some defensive lapses here in this period, especially. There are a couple in the first, and then there are some more there in the third period as well. But the second period is really where I was noticing, like, okay, now we're starting to see where all the new guys are. And, yeah, it was definitely more apparent in the second period for me personally than in the first and the third. Uh, because here, you know, the Islanders end up scoring really, really fast in the second period to uh, start this off. Brock Nelson... <laughs> Uh, end up scoring really, really quickly, and I will say this one is one where it was, you know, Nino Niederreiter got tangled up with Freddie Anderson, and I think that could, that could definitely be like a freak thing, like, okay, you know, stuff like that happens every now and again, and it's also like, these guys are still learning how to play in front of Freddie and in front of Auntie, so stuff like that is definitely bound to happen, and you didn't really see that stuff happening last year with Ned, with James, with Peter, because they knew how to play in front of him. You didn't have uh, st stupid mistakes like that. But, yeah, you know, thankfully the Hurricanes were able to end up bouncing back. But I will definitely say, you know, there was this one, it was the one penalty on Andrei Svechnikov, and we had our first stupid penalty from him for the season it was a blatant interference penalty from andre and it, oh man like i said yeah it, it was only one penalty this game so i'm like okay you know it's not like it had been in past games where he had like two or three in a game so i'm like okay just chill yeah all right yeah hopefully he's getting better with these things but that was pretty blatant and one thing that was weird was how the fans were booing it which i get i didn't like it by any means but it was also really blatant it wasn't like it was one of those in the past where it was really really questionable so that, that was odd um but i mean it is what it is because i guess for so long you know, it just been fetch gets called for whatever just automatically boo it you know just force of habit there i guess i i'm not sure but yeah that was pretty blatant but thankfully the hurricanes were able to kill that off uh pretty easily and then uh you had jordan martin scoring a goal the fourth line looked great in the second period and just the game as a whole really but steven lorenz and Derek stepan factored into that goal and yeah that was awesome i did not just like jacob Sullivan, i didn't expect to see a jordan martin goal uh, in the home opener and that was obviously a very pleasant surprise of course but just you know having your, your top guys like Svech scoring and then fourth liners like Jordan Martinuk and them scoring as well and then you having the line mates factor in as well that's really going to if they can keep that up and continue to have all right your top guys are doing their job but you're also having your bottom guys chip in as well i think that will be really crucial for the hurricanes to take the next step and really get to the stanley cup final rather than coming up short in the playoffs but you know if they can do that that is going to be great and 
And then a little bit later in the second, Nina Niederreiter scored his first goal of the season. And that was a goal that also had to get under official review because you know, it was a little bit questionable. New York challenged it, but it was confirmed. Nino scored, and that was his first goal of the season. And that was really, really good. The crowd obviously booed pretty loudly whenever it was said that it was under review because, yeah, I feel like myself and a lot of people were thinking, like, all right, it's having to go under review. The Hurricanes is going to get the goal called back. Yeah, because yeah, that just seems to be tell the tape. Yes, sometimes when it comes to Hurricanes goals getting reviewed, it seems more often than not they get called back. But this one ended up counting. But you know the Hurricanes didn't stay up four to two for long because Andrews Lee then ended up scoring for the Islanders, and again just bad defensive lapses really was the the story for the second period the forward group i think for the game as a whole looked really really good but like i said in the second period is when i really noticed the defensive lapses from the uh defensive core i will say i'm not surprised that we saw stuff like that with half of the guys on defense being new here yeah I, i'm not surprised at all at, at that and I do think that is something that will improve as the season goes along. You know, it's just the season opener. You know, as I had said multiple times, I expect there to be some growing pains and some tough losses and, and just stuff like that. I, I expect that stuff. So I wasn't necessarily surprised when I saw the lapses there and when I saw Freddie getting tangled up with Nino and some of his play which was yeah we'll talk more about that um in the third period uh segment because I definitely heard some stuff from fans just murmurings in the stands when it came to Freddie Anderson and we will talk about all that stuff right after this quick break folks Bet Online is back and better than ever. All eyes are on Gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all of the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKED ON to get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit either. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing of offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. It's time to talk about the third period from last night's season opener, folks. This was definitely a period that I definitely was a little bit worried when it started because the Islanders really came out with a fire under them. They were skating better than they had been, and they're just looking better than they had been in the first two periods to start out in the third period in my opinion but as i mentioned before we went to break fans around me they were not 
overly impressed with Frederick Anderson and just goals he let in, how he got tangled up with Nino. And I'll be honest, I wasn't either. Like, this was not a great performance by him. And I do think he's definitely got some work to do because the entire time I'm, you know, sitting up there watching the game, you know, especially with where he got tangled up with Nino, I'm just thinking to myself, yeah, Peter, Ned, James, they that wouldn't have happened there. Uh, they would have made the stop, and it would still, yeah, that, that's not something that would happen. And you know, those guys, they would have been better at stopping you know, the pucks whenever you had those defensive lapses. And I do think, you know, again, part of that could be, you know, akin to he's new here he's still learning how to play here he is trying to bounce back from some bad seasons and again you got the guys in front of him making those defensive lapses in play so then okay now he's got to step it up as well and so there's a lot of things that can factor into that but he definitely has some work to do because it definitely wasn't a great performance from him either same with uh the defense as well this was the game well the hurricanes as a whole overall played well defense definitely needs some work and goaltending definitely needs some work but you know getting back to freddie one thing that really stuck out to me was his rebound control he has got to get that under control uh, honestly yeah because that was definitely something that was really worrying me and definitely a lot of hurricanes fans around me you definitely hear like a, <gasps> you know the gasp and you know stuff like that when the puck gets knocked out and stuff like that he he's definitely got to get his rebound control under under control because that's oh yeah that's definitely something that will Right now, it's one thing, but you get towards the end of the season and the playoffs, people are going to take advantage of that. They absolutely are. And <laughs> definitely, you know, I was just thinking back to like, all right, you know, evidently that was a problem with like Ned, but you let him go and now Freddie's doing the exact same thing. But, you know, that is what it is there. But yeah, he, he definitely... I'm expecting uh, these growing pains for him and for the defense. But then, Tavo Teravainen scored a power play goal. Like, what the heck? Uh, yeah, that's not something that happens very often. Uh, yet another guy I was not expecting to score in the season opener. And, yeah, obviously, it's power play goal. And, you know, that's really great for the Hurricanes to continue seeing their power play improve upon the success that it had last year because last year their power play was really good and that was something that had been an issue in years past with the power play not producing penalty kill was good but power play wasn't and tonight or last night excuse me the power play was really good and the penalty kill was also very very good and i will say you know, as i mentioned at the top of the episode Tony D'Angelo really, he did a good job on the power play unit. He set up this goal for Tavo perfectly. It was definitely one I'm like, oh, crap, he's going to score. Uh, 
but then yeah he had a really good pass to Tavo and Tavo scored and as I mentioned the Hurricanes they're passing great last night they they really really were and they weren't doing extra passes which is a criticism I had had in the past with them just making an extra pass that they didn't need to you could have passed it to this guy he could have shot it and made it or just had a really good look but no then he elected to pass it to the other guy over there and it wasn't as good of a look so of course he wasn't going to score on it but the guy before could have but one thing that was fun uh shortly after the table goal was somebody somewhere started the wave and I just saw it coming. I'm just like, oh, man. (laughs) All right, we got our first wave of the season. And this is something like it wasn't one where like, okay, it made it like halfway around. Like, you know, this thing made it around like four times. And that was really fun. Um, Yeah, there's a sellout crowd. The fans were having fun. Uh, They ended up doing the, um, I forget what they ended up calling, but it was one where Okay, I remember now. It was the masked up singer, and you know, folks, you know, they were playing a song. They had the name, name of the song, the artist, and you know, the camera just pans around to other fans. And yeah, you know, there, uh, it was all the small things by Blink One Eighty Two, and I was thinking, like, yeah, the folks on the screen were singing it, but literally everyone in the building was singing it, and that was fun. It was nice to have a really good environment, have a nice full crowd again, and everyone was just there having fun. Like, that was something that was really, really missed, I think, with those limited capacity crowds. Um, Yeah, is obviously, you know, fans brought energy and whatnot, uh, but, you know, it's still, yeah, when you had, like, 19,000 people in there, that was... That was that was fun. That was really really fun. And then New York actually got the empty net with three minutes left. I know like, it's mentioned on broadcasts a lot, but I know the statistics say yeah, it's better like pull the goalie early. But three minutes left. That was wild. Um, and then yeah, the Islanders. I mean, it worked for him for a little bit there. But then Matthew Barzell. He ended up getting a slashing penalty with under two minutes to go. And, yeah, they obviously had to put the goalie back in for a minute there. And then they pulled him again. And then Andre Stretchikov ended up scoring an empty netter on a really good pass from Tony D'Angelo. Uh, and, yeah, the crowd obviously erupted for that um, Andre empty netter. And that was the game. Hurricanes ended up winning the game last night with a final score of 6-3, to obviously. Uh, but yeah, this was a really good game as a whole for the Hurricanes. Three stars of the game were third star was Nino, second star was Turbo, and first star was Fetch. Technical difficulties ended up resulting in the fans not being able to hear the first star interview. Uh, obviously if you're watching the TV broadcast, you could have heard it, but in the building, you could not hear it again, just due to technical difficulties, but stuff like that happens. Um, but as a whole, you know, this game, I think was really, really good. The forwards looked really good. They really carried this game for the team. 
and they were shooting really, really well. I think the Hurricanes were. They obviously, as I mentioned, they're passing well. They're skating well. And, yeah, my two main issues was the defense definitely needs some work. Um, I think that that's something that will just come with time, honestly. I don't think that's something that can necessarily be pinned down to one particular thing. I think that's just one of those things. These guys are still learning how to play with each other, learning where, all right, this guy is going to be here. I'm going to be here. Uh, this guy likes to do this. I like to do that, blah, 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 stuff like that. I think they're just going to have to spend some more time playing with each other, and it's just something that will naturally come over time. Same with the goaltending. For uh, Freddie definitely needs to step it up a little bit because some of those – Goals were definitely a little questionable, but again, defense in front of them wasn't playing to the best of their ability. So I do think it's definitely, you know, two things there. He definitely has to continue to bounce back because obviously he was, you know, coming off some down years there in Toronto. And I think this is a good place for him to do that. You don't have the Toronto media. And because, God, those folks up there are ruthless. And it's definitely a bit more chill, laid back um, kind of place. And yeah, I think that'll happen with him. And then once the guys start meshing better in front of him and learning how to play in front of him better, I think then his goaltending will then improve as well. But again, that is just something that'll also just come with time, honestly. But Let's enjoy this win, folks. The Hurricanes are now 1-0. And then tomorrow on Saturday, they're taking on the Nashville Predators. That's a team we have seen a lot of, obviously, from last season. Playing them eight times, playing them in the playoffs, playing them twice in the preseason. But, yeah, that's going to be a fun game, honestly, because you, know, you could tell in the preseason matchups, yeah, there's like definitely been some changes, but these teams still do not like each other by any means. They definitely don't like each other. And I think tomorrow night will definitely be a fun, fun game. And I will talk to you tomorrow when I preview that game against Nashville. You guys have a great rest of your day, and I will talk to you tomorrow.